everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Gin and Beer. I am your host, Meg, and this week I am so excited to be joined by Deborah from Lickersmiths. Hello, Deborah. Thanks for joining. Hi, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you. Very, very excited. Thank you. Yeah, no, so excited to have you. So Deborah runs a company called Liquorsmiths, which is a South London liquor company. Um, have lots of pride for South London because that is where I live currently, um, which basically focuses on distributing craft liquors of several different sorts. Um, so Deborah and I were put in touch by a mutual friend of ours, Michael, who has been on the show several times. He is one of my favorite guests. Um, so yeah, I mean, Deborah, tell me and the listeners a bit about Liquorsmiths. It's so cool what you guys are doing with craft liquor. Thank you. Um, so it's probably it's been years in the making. I think it's uh, it, it was always meant to you know to to happen, and it all started um, because a long twenty years ago, I used to work. I can't say too much about it, but I used to work in a government office, and uh, um, we were in a. a a Central Asian country, shall we say, and mm-hmm. we were at this kind of posh banquet. And I remember just being overwhelmed by, you know, different dishes and, and lots of different cutlery. And I remember sitting next to like a diplomat's, diplomat's wife and she said, my darling, if you only drink gin and tonic, you never have to worry about what goes with what. <laughs> that was really interesting. <laughs> I was like 21. And that was, that was, that was, I'll be honest, that was like 24 years ago. So being a 21-year-old, kind of in the, you know, the kind of mid-90s that only drank gin and tonic was a little bit weird. Yeah. Because my yeah. friends all kind of do like vodka and Red Bull and things and doing shots. And and from, from that moment onwards, I just only drank gin and tonic. That was it. I never yeah. did the rum. I never did any of that. Um, so I travel quite a lot and traveled quite a lot for work. And the thing was, wherever I would go, I would just drink the local um, gin and tonic, which was just really weird because you would go to, you know, kind of Uganda or Ghana or you would go to Poland and, and I would always just beeline for the local gin. I yeah. think the most memorable was in Turkey. It was called Sin. <laughs> it was really bad. But I always did that. I would always kind of just drink the local tipple, the local grog, especially if it was, um, you know, kind of gin and tonic. So, you know, I've got a large collection of gins, you know, kind of from around the world. And then very, very late last year, I can't believe it's, it's like six months ago, I just decided, you know, I've done it for clients and I would kind of do it for myself. Mm -hmm. And that's how kind of Liquorsmiths, it was like December, Liquorsmiths kind of came about. Um, So I've run like gin festivals and said I've done it for, you know, kind of of other clients. It's very different doing it for, you know, kind of for for yourself. Um, And I personally like Old Tom's. Mm-hmm. I do like a Plymouth, but I I, I like Old Tom's. Um, uh, and then we launched. So I actually launched with uh, we launched with uh, I'm looking at my babies now. Um, we launched with uh, uh, a you know a, a Old Tom six and uh, Old Tom twelve, and we also launched with a vodka and <laughs> a spice rum. I love it. And, um, and also um, an, an IPA because I can see they kind of like um, um, IPA. So yeah, I would like to say, you know, when I launched way back when, it's been 11 weeks, you know, but, but, but pretty soon I realised um, that, that that was a little bit weird to kind of launch with so many spirits. People mm-hmm. normally launch with one spirit 
um, and then maybe add another. And I was kind of launching the Four Spirits and an IPA, and it was an old Tom, you know, as as well. So there was a bit of explaining explaining to do. And not justifying, just explaining a lot of it around the old Tom. I was still quite surprised that people don't really do old Toms. Um, so, so yeah, that that was was that was that. Um, but what was interesting is on the day that we launched, I entered the spirits business uh, uh, yeah, kind of gin walls. Just you know, mm-hmm. why not? Hey, and, and I must admit, I just kind of did it for I'll get some feedback. And um, that's like cheap consultancy, isn't it? <laughs> and we won. Amazing. We, won. we got like the highest score. So we've got one that, that, you know, they kind of called up and said, we didn't get the silver, we didn't get the gold. And I was like, that's fine. But you got the masters and you scored the highest score. So to get that recognition after 10 weeks that's unbelievable um it, it, it is i must admit i'm still a little bit kind of and we got it for um the old tom six which has six botanicals and one of the botanicals is um scotch bonnet mm. so um so it's got like a nice kind of warm kick at the end uh you know kind of just to the tail of, of it which I, which I think is great it's a little bit weird um so I was quite not surprised. It was it was just it's normal to me, but you know, other people and I've said that I've gone really does that work? But it does, and I won. So <laughs> clearly, it, you know, kind of clearly it does. So that's been a real boost, you know, kind of real boost um, for personally because I'm not from the industry. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. Um, you know, kind of lots of people. Yeah, look at these lovely these hands. You know, they're not made for kind of rolling. You know, kind of barrels and 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 you know, I wasn't born in a in a copper still. You know, you, you get those people that have been, yeah. <laughs> that have been like, you know, I'm 15 years old. I've been in the business for 25 years. And stuff like that. That's not my background. My background is um, you know marketing and and business development. And even though I you know I don't use my fair manicured hands to you know to kind of make you know, pour, you know, literally make the drinks. I, I, I'm i very good at, you know, kind of packaging boxes and going to the post office and doing all of the other stuff that yeah. needs to be done. But in terms of my knowledge, I was a little bit nervous. Um, but what I realised is that I'm not a purist. Yeah. So I think I even say it's completely inappropriate to say I'm, we're polyamorous when it comes to, <laughs> to alcohol, you know. We're, I'm not a purist. Um, I love anything above the legal age of, you know, of 40 ABV. That's what, you know, kind of what we're saying. And I'm actually, you know, even though it's not even three months yet, I'm glad that I don't, not glad that I don't come from the industry, but, but I'm okay now with not coming from the industry because I thought initially that would be, you know, I'd be disadvantaged and, and people might look at me and, you know, kind of say, that's that's true but I see things very differently and that's good in my mind that's good but I yeah and I I mean I think every profession benefits from a fresh set of eyes and a fresh perspective you know I mean I I know before we started this call we agreed we wouldn't talk about our actual day jobs um but (laughs) in 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 my in my day job I've seen that with because I started at my company fresh out of uni um Mm. but I see some people come in from other firms and you know they kind of make lateral moves and it's really interesting the fresh perspective that they bring not having Mm. come up through the company in the same way that I have um and so I'm I think that applies everywhere and I can definitely see how in the drinks industry that would that you know yeah of course it's really cool 
the people that, you know, their families have been making gin for 300 yeah. years. That That's excellent. And they have expertise mm-hmm. that's really valuable, but it's also good to for someone to come in with a different skill set. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. Well, well, funny you should say that. I actually work with a company, with a family that have been doing it for 300 years. <laughs> you know, I work with Fox, with, you know, with Fox Stentons. We're open about that. And they're absolutely, fan, you know, kind of fantastic. So we have a great relationship where... Uh, we've been working together for a couple of years with other clients and I, we've got it down now to the, you know, to where, uh, actually there's a funny story. So I was in Copenhagen and I was drinking, you know, sort of testing a lot of acrobat over there. And I kind of said, um, you know, I think we should do an acrobat. And then, then I thought, I don't think we should do it. I don't, if people are still, you know, kind of not haven't got their heads around old toms to introduce an yeah. app of it might be a bit so I said why don't we do an old tom, an old tom with kind of app of it botanical like fennel and dill and caraway mm. something got lost in the translation so when I got the samples they were called it's called old tom 55 and it was old tom 55 because Copenhagen that's where I was where I have this fantastic idea um the north uh, uh, um latitude is 55 so it's called Old Tom 55, but when I actually got it, you would see he, it was made at 55% ABV. Mm. So I was downing this stuff, thinking, oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> and then I kind of called him a bit drunk and said, what's going on? He said, oh, I thought you wanted it at 55 ABV, <laughs> not that it was called Old Tom 55. Um, so that was funny, and I kind of, you know, the whole afternoon gone, because I was like totally, totally like drunk. Navy but strength. <laughs> um, it, it was na- I was downing this name, and I thought I'd lost my touch. I was maybe you know it's just me I just you know it's just me so we you know kind of got a great you know kind of relationship and and kind of working with people like that I really respect what they do they've been in the game literally for hundreds of years I mean even with the design of um, the bottles people are kind of commented on I've been working with a designer um you know for, for years and I think the brief was like three words it was Scandinavian retro and there's a a Danish word for someone who takes joy in their work. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I'll, I'll Google it. And that was that was the brief, and then they came up point, you know, with that. But we've been working together for so long that we can do that. So for me, whilst I don't have, as we you know, kind of discussed earlier, that that kind of background, I do work with people that are brilliant and understand how my mind works, um, and don't think I'm too weird. But I would just say, I know. Let's just have a gin festival. Let's call it the Cat Gin Festival. Let's just organise that, and then four months later, there is an actual universal. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I, I think for me, because also having you know project management background, it's coming up with these weird and wacky ideas. But then you have the the mechanism, yeah, to actually kind of make things happen. And that's what I think for me is quite exciting. It starts off really weird, and then it happens. So, for example, um. I just thought it was weird that there were cookbooks that used alcohol as the main ingredients. I thought that was really weird. And then, you know, it went to print today. <laughs> it's coming, it's going to be like, you're going to have it in a couple of weeks' time. It's incredible. Isn't it really weird that you don't? And initially you think, well, it doesn't exist. The reason why it doesn't exist. And then you think, well, just... Just gonna do it then. So that that you know, producing that cookbook was brilliant. It was lots of testing, 
lots of gin based. Like my favourite is uh, Negroni brownies. Mm. Oh God, that's lovely. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing. Lots of testing. So, so yeah. So, 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 so my confidence in the past eleven whole weeks has grown. Um, but, but, but yeah. So I like, work with, with great people. People have been really receptive, uh, especially kind of people in kind of southeast London. So. Yeah, that's where we that's where we are now. Yeah, I mean, and that that's incredible. And I, I do completely agree with what you said. I, I honestly do think that some of the best, definitely project managers, but creative people, it's less about what they create and more about how they know how to get the right people in a room together, um, yeah. making things. So I definitely I I definitely agree with your sentiment that, you know, like you said, you might not have had that come up with that background, but you, you recognize the talent and then you know how to work with those people. And that's, that's where the magic happens. Um, so yeah, so is that, I mean, so, uh, you know, in terms of actually running the business, do you, Mm. do you, you know, reach out to distillers and you work with them to create the spirit? And then, like you said, you loop in marketing people to help with the labels and things like, are you just, working with basically different groups of people and then I think on on the, on the main stuff so on the production um I work with you know with a real company and then I use the design company but then everything else is done in-house in-house right at the, at the, at the, at the moment you mm-hmm. know it's it's one of those things where you know you just have to recognize what you're good at and what you're not good at but I'm very good at making things happen Mm-hmm. that's that's kind of my skill and I, and I haven't always recognized that in a skill and I always thought that it must be an absolute nightmare to work with but 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 I I I I work seven days a week I don't switch off mm-hmm. at all it's, it's it's just constant and nothing is beneath me I will go to the post office I will do what needs to be done like my my, my knowledge of of packaging materials it's <laughs> you know do you know what I mean it's a good skill to have to be fair (laughs) it's a very 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 good skill you know kind of skill to have and and like you know recently I found some brown tape that was really sticky and that made me really happy like this is good brown tape like telling on whatsapp group this is some good brown tape I I scored some good brown tape and and that's just kind of (laughs) it was like that like you know sharing with other people um so so you know I just get obsessed by 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 it you know I feel I like things done properly I've had to learn not that they wouldn't be perfect and I struggle with that um but I like things done properly um so I will do whatever needs to be done nothing is above me I you know I did lots of things I don't out and kind of outsource because I, I want to make sure that it's done properly so i said it's, it's only been a you know uh, 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 11 weeks and i'm you know, still kind of understanding kind of what's going on but when you do get people that you're not related to it's always good buying stuff <laughs> like, oh my gosh but, you know this is this is really really great and the feedback you know has been amazing so far um and, you know, we're, only, we're only babies we're, we're not even three months old so i'm just hoping that will continue yeah, definitely. And and so in terms of sales, are you, is it direct to consumer at the minute on the website or are you like reaching out to businesses and hospitality to, to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really been a tricky one. I mean, if I was kind of doing this, you know, it's, it's reaching out to on the wholesale side to bars who don't even know if they can open or yeah, not. I mean, that's, yeah. that, yeah, kind of, that's, that's really tricky. Um, so most of it, it's, it's kind of direct to consumers. And I do think that, you know, I like to plan. So I actually got our Christmas plan already written. 
Have you already got us Excellent. I've already bought all of the cardboard. It was called a beige gold last year because nobody could get hold of any cardboard. I shouldn't say that. I don't want anyone buying up cardboard. I want all the cardboard. But um, <laughs> you know, we, we, we you know, I, you know, it, it is more MDTC direct to, to you know to consumer now, and lots more. On, you know, on Instagram, you know, and and things like that. The hope is that we, you know, kind of will kind of grow our base, you know, for 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 wholesale, wholesale, on on the wholesale side. But I do totally understand if you don't even know whether you've got stuff, you know, yeah. you don't even know what's happening. Me coming along and saying, do you want to buy some spice from? Probably isn't, you know, kind of isn't the thing. But but the hope is that when people, um, you know, when things get back to normal, there's yeah. some, you know, kind of understanding of, of what you know kind of trade could look like then yeah. definitely you know we've already had quite a lot today reach out you know and kind of say that but I do think that that for me the, the, the book is is definitely I don't even know where to place it I just think it's interesting to have a book where alcohol isn't something that's found at the back of the cupboard yeah or you know kind of set on fire um so that's that that's I think that's interesting because my press list, for example, is is bookshops and <laughs> do you know what I mean, a local bar as well. Yeah. So that's been just interesting, just navigating how I sold, you know, how how you know you promote it. But I'm, I'm quite sure once it I'll, I'll work it out. I will figure it out. I always figure, you know, kind of figure it out. But uh, um but yeah, so far so good. So far so very good. Well, and I think you've done the book in such a way, like you said, you sell it in bookshops, but I mean, you, you know, have pubs or something, make, put one or two of your recipes on the menu for a limited time and people are going to be like, oh my God. And there's so many ways to promote that. So if anything, you've kind of opened more doors. Um, And I I think that's, so talk to me a bit more about what inspired the book. And then I I know you alluded to, you know, a very fun boozy process for coming up with the recipes, (laughs) but how, you know, how did you, was it, was it a collaborative effort? Was it a lot of things that, that you make yourself? Um, How did you come up with the recipes that are in the book? Well, well, I was actually, I've been, I guess I did been cookbook. No, I haven't. I produced two cookbooks for a client and I thought I'm really good at this now as a project manager, you know, it's about mm. the, the, the process and, you know, I produced two, two cookbooks that, that didn't use alcohol. It went down really well and producing kind of, you know, kind of working, you know, with people to produce two cookbooks during a pandemic was really, really weird. Mm. And for me, you know, I'm, I'm severely dyslexic and, and, you know, I see things that, that other people sometimes don't see and make those connections. So for me, it was about the process. It's always iterative. And, and it, because I was doing it and I knew how to do it and I was self-publishing and there's a, a, a kind of methodology to doing it, I just said, wouldn't it be great if? Yeah. And then kind of went, oh, no, that, 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 you know, but, but then kind of did the, but why, why not? I know yeah. how to do it. But because I hadn't seen anybody else do it, it, it was that initial, and you know that was it. So I kind of worked with you know, someone that I was working on with two previous cookbooks, and I kind of ran it by her. And she, you know, I was exactly what she said, but it, she was very enthusiastic. She, you know, kind of shall we say, and and it just made sense. I mean, once you hear it, it's like it's logical. Why wouldn't you have a cookbook? with alcohol as the main ingredient and everyone that I've said you know kind of spoken to since then you know has said that's you know kind of obvious so I've got I've got a little printed copy here so we've got things like um uh chicken coconut chicken rundown uh duck breast cherry with cherry vodka sauce 
Gaintarine with gin, duck marinated, you know, kind of steak. Um, we've got Trinidad fish stew, gin and tonic mussels. You've got the trifles. You've got kind of that gin and lemon drizzle. One of my favourite things that, again, made perfect sense to me, I love plantains. And mm. we made plantain crumble. Plantain and rum crumble. Uh, like now I've said it, it's yeah. like obvious now. It's like, like yeah. it's a fruit. It, you know, it's a vegetable, but it's cast in the fruit. And that was that was amazing kind of plantain ice cream as well. So a lot of the stuff, as soon as I kind of said it, it just made, made sense. Yeah. Sense. So any kind of, you know, kind of doubts that um that that, that I had, like we've got here got Guyanese black cake, which is a very traditional Guyanese take, cake that you can uh, you know, kind of, you know, kind of say feed, they say feed the the the, um, the mince meats, so the, the 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 kind of currants and raisins for over a year, and that's very kind of a fruit cake. Mm-hmm. So that's very very you know traditional. And then you know you got spiced rum hummingbird cake, and then there were other just weird wonderful things that we just thought you know yes, put a bit of vodka in that 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 work. So so that was really fun doing you know that. And as I said, that the more that I told people, and the more people. It just seemed logical. It just mm-hmm. like, why hasn't it been, you know, been done? It isn't just about kind of trifles and things like that. So, um, yeah, that that's great. That went to print today. Um, Congratulations. About that. Thank, thank, thank you. It's very, very different when you're doing it for yourself. You didn't find <laughs> They're all right, yeah, it's gone to print, you know, but when you're doing it for, you know, kind of yourself, I must admit, I did want to stop press and put award winning gym, but I just thought, no, <laughs> do that. I, I mean, I would have done it if I were you. So. I, I know, I know. I must admit, I just you know, it's just you know, on the reprint. That's what I was saying. You know, more than one person buys it on the reprint. You'll put kind of award winning, but um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, so I'm really excited about about that. Um, but it, it is a little you know kind of uncertain times. But I'm I'm, I'm hoping people like it. You know, like yeah, it. and I th- I think it's the perfect time for a cookbook because. Um, like you say, you know, it, things are still a bit weird. So there's definitely still an appetite from people to to cook at home. And mm-hmm. I, I also just think this, you know, I, I would love, love, love for there to be an episode of this podcast where I don't bring up the pandemic, but I think we're we're a ways off from that right mm-hmm. now. It's still yeah. such a, such a, fr- so front and center in our lives, especially in the UK. Um, but I think that like, yeah. for me, you know, I've always liked cooking, but I obviously really got into it out of necessity during lockdown. And Mm. now I feel like I have an appreciation for it that isn't necessarily just going to go away simply because restaurants are open. So, um, and I also, you know, when you were talking about it, I was thinking, because I, several months ago, I interviewed Tristan Stevenson, who's written the Curious Bartender books. And um, I had asked him, you know, I asked him just randomly about pairing cocktails with food. And one of the things that he said to me was, you know, he's like, I just don't think that you can really top wine because, you know, wine for food pairing is because it, you know, they kind of come from the same terrain and, you know, there's just, it's such an established concept versus cocktails. Mm -hmm. But if you make the food with spirits, if you incorporate the booze into the sauces and and all of that, um, I feel like that is a way, such an interesting way of incorporating liquor and spirits into cooking that you wouldn't be able to do with wine so I think that's that's really yes. cool yeah and the way that it's written as well was it you know it was we, we did it on purpose and so the intros would say you know kind of use our spiced rum and, and use our vodka but in the body of the the, the recipe it just says rum yeah it just says yeah. gin you know we're not saying that it only works with you know kind of with, with ours um you know it it, it 
it it it just makes sense. So we've got whiskey and haggis sausage rolls. Oh, you know, when you kind of think amazing. about that, yeah. that's, that's quite obvious. We've got a huge kind of vegan and vegetarian and vegetarian, uh, you know, section as well. So it just all every every kind of recipe, it just made sense the yeah, pairings definitely. made sense and, and, and stuff but as I said we weren't precious about you know, it only wrote of ours you know we, you know just just buy the book and you know buy whatever vodka you want actually you know, buy, buy ours is best <laughs> but you know, <laughs> the reality is just you know just 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 do it like that, yeah. that's kind of where we were you know we're not precious and I feel like that makes yeah. it really accessible as well because Yes. If you, you know, you might not be a big boozer. I certainly am, um, but you might not be a big <laughs> boozer, but how many adult people don't have a bottle of rum or a bottle of vodka just lying around their yeah. house from yeah. something, you know, and, and you might yeah. not drink it, but you might see this cookbook and you're like, oh my God, I mm-hmm. can make all this stuff. And it works without good. the alcohol, you know, it yeah. works without yeah. the alcohol. So, you know, I'm looking at, let's, 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 let's you know, it's not everything so gooseberry elderflower and gin fall you know it's 50 millimeters of gin you can make it without that alcohol yeah. it's not kind of so you know kind of um you know you know saying that with the company but yeah you can make it out of alcohol but but you're right i wanted it to be accessible you know to people yeah. that people you know who didn't drink it wouldn't be a case of, but the actual recipes um are really nice like it, even without the alcohol they're just a really kind of good set of of recipes so yeah it's been a yeah, in you know, alcohol, no alcohol, just, just buy a book. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'll certainly be getting myself a copy. Um, so, I mean, you have an award-winning gin. You have... I like that. That's, could you say that again? <laughs> I've never heard that you have an award-winning gin. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I thank you. You have an award-winning gin. You have a book caught off the press. You've only been around for 11 weeks. So, I mean, it, it's all a bit crazy, but do you have any... What what is kind of this is a bit of a loaded question, but what you know what yeah. is your future vision? Like what what do you want next for Liquor Smiths? Um, week twelve. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I think I think for 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 it's definitely looking at um, uh, kind of sustainability mm. and really looking at. I mean, not just because you know the the kind of uh, canned market is, is 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 growing. I think there's a couple of reasons why that ha- why that's happening. I think just kind of drinking, you know, street drinking and drinking outside and the way people, you know, that kind of ready to drink market, I think that's that, that that's happening. Um and, and I would definitely like to kind of get involved in that. I, I definitely see the, the refill market happening. I mean I just have to show the award winning gin again. I love these bottles but but in my mind if we could get to where you would have your bottle for life and then I could just yeah. pop something in the post. I mean, I don't think it will be for, for everyone. I mean, like a certain company doing very naughty things, you know, that we've been seeing in the last couple of days yeah. because of storage. It, it is expensive. Storage is expensive. But I think that if we get to a point where that's normal, that you would keep yeah. a bottle and then you'd have, a, a, you know, a, a, a refill, just storage costs just post cost yeah. it's, it's all of that you know the kind of weight so that's where you know definitely would like to to look at that as i said we, we, we kind of post stuff or our packaging is flexi hex so it's great working with them you know in that you know with them because they're you know uh, kind of be called and they're kind of eco-friendly so so definitely on the eco side mm-hmm. of things um and then kind of you know at the moment for various reasons we were talking about you know kind of growing you know kind of into europe yeah. Um, and, and kind of going you know in you know kind of international um and then I think education wise I think we kind of 
having kind of worked a lot in in, in my favorite kind of regions, Scandinavian countries, the way that they sell is just interesting. Mm-hmm. It's you like this gin, you like it. If you don't, you don't. There's not that hard sell. You know the, the flavors over there. So, for example, our old Tom Twelve's got cardamom. It's got basil. It's got thyme. That seems quite normal. And then you come back to London and be like, "What? What that in?" <laughs> it's not that weird. So I think that the the kind of more on the edu- education that sounds really patronising. It's just there are different ways to sell. Yeah, spreading and, and kind of yeah. exactly kind of spreading the word and kind of introducing people to other things. Mm-hmm. You know, not just kind of the colours of the gin, rather you know interesting botanicals. Lot a lot more local foraging and, and the kind of point you made earlier about you know kind of you don't want to mention the, the, the kind of kind of pandemic, but you know, interesting things happen. You know, we were, initially I was in Reykjavik and we were sourcing, you know, kind of foraging for Icelandic moss. And then we went into lockdown um, again and, and then realising that you can also get this type of moss in Wales. Wow. <laughs> like, it's like it literally Reykjavik and North Wales. So, so that was it, you know, yeah. you know, kind of things opened back, back up again. I kind of zoomed down there and went foraging in, in Wales and so just around Lewisham like you know gorse and things like that that I wouldn't have probably you know kind of looked at bay leaf lavender mm. I probably would have tried to be more exotic but um that kind of looking at the, on the local foraging side um that's that's been really interesting and um was, I told it was a couple a couple it was a week my birthday a couple of weeks ago and I went to London Bridge my birthday like a tourist like <laughs> I never I wouldn't normally do that you know what I mean I'm from, I'm from South London so why would I do that um so definitely there's opportunities there you know Borough Market's great but yeah. I would never normally go there because I'm from down the road but it was like two I spent two days in London Bridge which is really weird in a hotel and it was wonderful and and so, so that's kind of looking locally I think for us is, mm-hmm. is something that that you know because we haven't been able to travel and um yeah, a lot more of that, that kind of local foraging, becoming greener, that, that, that's a real kind of big thing for us. And, you know, kind of finding unused, those unusual local flavours. I think that that yeah. is really, I think. That's probably week 14, my dear. I think that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I, I, no one could accuse you of not being ambitious or driven. Oh, no, 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 um, no. But obviously, I mean, I know you said earlier that yeah. That it, it was quite unusual for you to launch with four spirits. Um, plus, mm. I believe you said you had an IPA as well. Um, yeah. Are there any, despite that, the, the ambition and the fact that it's only been 11 weeks, are there any spirits that you have your eye on that you'd like to delve in um, outside of the ones that you've already done? I think the whole tequila thing, on one hand, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that and, and that kind of, that area seems really interesting. But then I think maybe it's a bit too interesting. Yeah, I think a lot yeah. of people are, you know. Um, are, are it's a saturated market. Yeah. It is, it is, it is. Um, you know, uh, I haven't seen too many new brandy and too many new kind of brandy, you know, kind of brandy brands. And, and, and I think we've got enough. I mm-hmm. think that me, one of the things I've realised in the past couple of weeks, like last week, actually a week, I could honestly say, is that I'm normally like, new 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 and I think it's 
maybe it's actually a, a kind of hindsight. It's winning the award, the award winning, you know, one of the comments that came back was keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And that kind of really made me think that, that maybe it's just kind of sticking with old Toms. I mean, that in itself, I didn't realise, um, you know, until I actually started to research, research the number of distilleries or the number of companies that, that did old Toms compared to London Dries and, and, and Plymouths. And then realised that that in itself... Oh, you absolutely bit, cornered a market yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't realise that. I just I just happened to like um, you know, kind of like old Tom. So rather than going for the new newness, I think it's about just what I can do in the old Tom yeah. space. Um and, and and kind of focus on on that. So we've already got so we've got two old Toms, we've got old Tom fifty-five, we've probably got two more old Toms coming out in the next uh, couple of months, which I'm working on. Got some bay leaf going on, got some gorse going on, lots of dill happening. As I mentioned, we've got this kind of um, lichen moss, which is just weird. Got a bit of catnip. Mm. <laughs> That's weird. Um, but we're, we're, it's only weird until it works. So <laughs> there's enough. There's definitely enough for, 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 for me to be kind of thinking, focusing on. So. That's, that's amazing. Space. And what, so before we kind of close out, what would you say is, mm. is like the, what was the biggest challenge along the way so far? And what, and what was the biggest thing that you feel like you've learned? Honestly, I thought it sounds a bit wanky. Sorry, you can edit that out. Oh, it's, I, no, think it's fine. It was, I think it was, <laughs> I think it was me. I think it was um, just feeling nervous going into a space. As a woman, that, that's the other thing. It's yeah. just, you know, you know, it, it, it's, it's all of that. And you know, I liken it to starting a new job with no handover notes, and that's it. And coming from an industry where I wouldn't say I was known, I'm not a name, you know, I'm not famous, but, but literally coming from somewhere where you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. And then going into an industry where you're like, okay, I have no contacts. You know, yeah. it's not a case of, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm envious, but I think it's great when you get people that say, oh, no, I worked in the industry for 25 years, and they're like, I know I don't know anyone. Yeah, yeah. There was no contact. So when our mutual friend, you know, Michael's <laughs> mentioned this, I was like, oh, I mean, because I don't know. Do you know what I mean? That, that there's that. So for me, that was the biggest thing for me. Anything else, I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll work it out. I'll fail. Yeah. I think that speed wins. I'll fail. I'll, you know, you know, I'm very stupid like that. I'll fail a couple of times and I'll just keep kind of going through it. But 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 to to I think the main thing for me that day that we launched and, and entering the gin and just saying, why the fuck, excuse me, why, why are you doing that? You know, yeah. what, what, who do you think you are? Why, and, and then just doing it anyway. Yeah. I think that for me was, was has given me, you know, the confidence because it, it can be very nerve wracking, especially where you think that someone's going to ask a really technical question, yeah. you know, uh, about something or, or trip you up. And, and no one, nobody's been like that. But I think I just had to, it was all in my head. Yeah. And I just had to really get over it. So so the feedback that I've got so far and, and kind of the acknowledgement from, you know, kind of the ward so so quickly, I think that's kind of really, you know, kind of helped me just to, you know, it, it's fine. You know, it, you'll work it out. That's what I kind of really, and I didn't need to worry as much as I did initially. I think I was, I was yeah, overly concerned. But, um, but yeah. 
Yeah. And it's great. It's great once you get over that hump. And like you said, you, you know, win an award and you just build that confidence and you're also making Mm -hmm. those contacts. And it's like 11 weeks later and you're never going to be back in that position you were when you started out and had no contacts. Like you've already such a foundation that you've built. Yeah, no, I've got, I've got you and I'm really grateful. (laughs) I mean, the other other thing is um, brown tape. That's my other biggest concern. (laughs) (laughs) What is the city of brown tape? And if, if there are any, you know, any suggestions about the brand of tape. Please reach works. out to because Deborah you, with your brown yeah, tape suggestions. Yeah, brown tape suggestions. It's just like we've been through so many. And, and yeah, it's a, it's a thing for us. It's a, it's a what is the best tape. I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah, what, what, what is the best tape? But any suggestions there, happily, happily received. So. I do think that's the funny thing yes. about any project, though, is is you don't realize the stupid little things that are actually going to end up <laughs> taking up so much of your time and your brain space. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's it, yeah. It, it's I think about it all the time. Like I've got a collection. You know, I, yeah, I do score tape. I just kind of buy it. and I trade tape with other people. Like I've got some good tape. <laughs> you like, so I'm just saying, I'll send you some advice. Maybe you can see you know, some tape. So yes, yes, I'm, I'm the I'm the brown tape scorer. Yes. I love that. So where can the listeners find you and support Liquorsmiths and buy your booze and buy your cookbook and everything else? Yes, yeah, so that's at liquorsmiths.co.uk. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of where we, we are. We haven't got any any events. That's the other thing. We like events. We like mm. talking to people. We love, we just love like tastings and giving people free booze and saying, that's good, isn't it? That's good, isn't it? Like, <laughs> like, um, so, I mean, you know, there's something sending something to some, but there's, there's, there's nothing like kind of giving someone a sample and like it, like it. Even if I don't buy it, it's like, I love that. I love yeah. that moment of people, you know, you know, so um, hopefully, hopefully there's a couple of, you know, kind of big markets in central London that we want to, you know, kind of go for. Um, but at the moment, it is liquorsmiths.co.uk and hopefully in the next couple of months we'll be out and about in our little beetle flogging boots that's the hope i'll definitely come find you (laughs) excellent stuff all right thank you so much deborah it was such a pleasure having you thank you very much thank you it's a pleasure